Hello, beautiful black people, and welcome back to Black Collar Podcast, where we talk about everything black and the workplace. So happy to be back this month. Uh, March, three months in the new year, still going strong, still got my mind on the go. But um, if this is your first time listening, I'm your co-host, Lexi, and I have my main man, Fred, on the other end. Say what's up. What's up, though? And together we are Black Hour Podcast. Um, and I guess just to recap what we've been talking about for the past few months. So we talked a lot about um, mentorship, mental health, like appearance, even capitalism we did last month, which was one of my faves. And so this time or this month, we're going to touch on just the whole structure of how they built this bullshit um, and just really get down to how how we need to be conscious of their game and their structure and how we can really um take that into account when we're signing our lives away to them yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i guess just to start it off i guess our first introduction to a company is usually through like an interview setting right so in terms of interviewing I guess what what would be some of your takeaways on on I guess the best way to interview or just things that you have reacted to? Uh I would say if you are um looking for like the entry level, you're right out of college or you're looking for your first full-time job, um is to to have a lot of practice and repetition, so maybe applying to places that you don't think if you've got an offer that you would sign at, but it is, it's just a good practice to kind of just um, see how, you know, people ask questions, what are you looking for, how you deal with talking through your resume. Um, because at that point in time, I think uh, it's much of the emphasis is about your resume, speaking on the skills, your interests, like what do you want to do for the future? Those are the type of things that I see employers um, ask about. Um, then when it gets mm-hmm. to you have been working for a few years and now you're thinking about switching roles and things of that nature. I think you can be more selective uh, with how you interview and like, how do you allocate your time? Because if you have a full-time job and now you're looking for another job, that can be another full-time job in itself, like look for that. And so boarding yourself with just like applying to any type of place, I wouldn't recommend it Um, in terms of like recruiters. I have tried to work with recruiters before, but to me, um, they just wanted to get a check. Like they, they get paid based off if they hired me at a place. Like if I get hired in at a place, it's yeah. not necessarily if the place is like best for me. Um, so I, I guess that would be up to that person that um, is looking for a job. Like if you want to deal with the risk of like getting into something that you didn't want to do, um, yeah, go for it. Um, but yeah, if, I think if you had a couple years, just be more selective. Do a lot of research about, you know, I don't know what things are important to me. When I look for a new job, I look for like growth in the company. I look for shit, the bag, make sure that them finances is right. Um, I I want to be at or above market at all times in any role, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Going uh-huh. forward. Uh, so those are things um, that I keep in mind before I even apply to places. So when I get the interview, um, yeah, it kind of just will help me because I know if like, hey, this this interview is for a job that's like below market, I'm going to be a little bit more, I'll take a little bit more chances. You know what I'm saying? I might try some new acting skills at that point in time. But if it's like <laughs> an interview for a job that's like above market and, you know, I feel like I'm underprepared for it, like I'll probably take that a little bit more serious. Um, yeah. Do you have, I know you haven't interviewed much, but what were you thinking? What was your mindset around interviewing when you was? Um, just trying to find a company that wasn't like shitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I would go on there, <laughs> right? Uh, but I was just going on their websites to see what type of programs they had and trying to get a feel for what their culture was like, so that when I walked into their interview, I can know like, okay can I be like 50% myself or do I like, you know, got to work my way up to there or 
if I ask you about a program that I saw on your website and you have no idea what I'm talking about, that is probably a clear indicator that y'all just trying to look good on paper and don't necessarily walk the walk. Um, so those are things that I looked for and just, uh, yeah, because it's also interview for them too. It's not just one sided. So if you feel like they on some bullshit, like I can see that and I'm not going to accept your offer. I don't care how good it is. Like I I don't, I ain't going to sell myself for that much. So and if y'all done some shitty stuff in the news or in the past, like I'm definitely going to pick up on that. And I don't know if I want to be associated with you because I have an image to uphold too. So there's that. Um, I guess what was like the craziest interview question you ever got? Uh, uh, craziest. That's a good ass question. Um, I don't know if I got any crazy ones, but it was a point in time where I think junior year or junior year of college, I like on my resume, I had a lot of different <laughs> positions, you know, in a short period of time. So they like, <laughs> why the fuck do you keep switching jobs? And like that kept coming up. And I knew that like, I always had to have some type of thought out, you know, response to, to show, um, to have some type of, you know, explanation for it. Um, and what I used was basically the like, you know, things weren't the right fit for me. Um, each time I had a job, like it was like a different, role it's not like i had this same type of job like at three different jobs within a year it was like hey i tried to do this side that wasn't really feeling it you know i was kind of bored like didn't talk to people as much as i wanted to so then i tried to do this thing but then when i did that you know i felt like you know the for the for my future like it wasn't gonna set me up and so now this is what you know i'm focused on and like i'm committed to um, and yeah, luckily I didn't have to ask that, uh, answer that question too many more times than, than I did. Um, because that would have been very it, irritating. Cause at first I thought, you know, like, cause historically, I don't know, growing up people was like, you know, you need to stay in the job for a couple of years before you leave. And then <sighs> that shit just didn't seem possible for me. Like <laughs> it just, it really <laughs> didn't. Like, I can't see myself at like one place for 10 years if it's not mine. You know, like, Earth is not, yeah. and like, I'm not, like, grossly overpaid, you know. Like, I, I can't see myself just being there for a minute. So I needed to be um, really comfortable with answering, you know, diff- difficult questions and having a response for that. Um, but I think generally how I just approach interviews is to be very theatrical, be very, be very fake, um, be very... Uh, <laughs> friendly you know with my word choices with my abilities um because uh, to me you know most jobs you got to learn on the go like it's that's how you learn like you don't come into a job already knowing everything you need to do uh i don't see you know you having a lot of fulfillment if that was the case for you um so in that instance that i give myself the green light be like all right you want to do this you know here's a couple buzzwords you know a couple keywords in there right um i know i did in my last job that i'm at now um <laughs> i feel like it was the worst interview i ever had because <laughs> shit was really technical like really really technical she brought out like um she being the person in my job who i work with now um had like a projected not projected uh, uh like a fake contract and i was supposed to like pull out the accounting points and how like the standards and all of this stuff in the world is like affecting this like contract well, that's a test. right so i was sounding like floyd mayweather reading <laughs> <laughs> i was stuttering so hard oh yeah i was God. like the, the uh the, um <laughs> with the uh in a in a in a uh so i to kept doing that <laughs> <laughs> So after I got through the stutters, um, I did support each of my claims with some type of evidence, with some type of thought process. Like I wasn't just saying shit. Like I was just saying shit, but I was saying shit that I could back up. It might not have been right. Some of the shit wasn't right. Like I didn't get everything right um, that was asked of me, but 
I did kind of show like my thought pro uh, process. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing that's why I got the job. They could have just needed some niggas and I was in that bitch at the right time and the right time. That's why I got it. Hey. Despite, you know, win, I'm win. taking it either way. Don't really care how I got the job. As long as that direct deposit hit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> mm. So I know, I know you're looking to possibly, um, switch jobs soon. Uh, do you know yes. your approach around that? Like, how often you want to interview? Are you just going to, like, pick a couple companies and then just wait until, you know, you hear from something like that? Or are you going to leave for sure? You know, I, I'm i not really sure. Because the company that I'm at right now is pretty much the main company that I've been involved with while I was in college. So everything else is just so foreign to me, like the fear of the unknown right now. So that package will have to look very, very, very good for me to just up and leave right now. So, um, I just been looking and doing research and just trying to see like, what is just about the same with less hours. <laughs> and that's been kind of difficult. <laughs> Uh, especially like from a geographical standpoint um like i see a lot of other opportunities out of state but right now i'm not willing to move so it's kind of been a barrier but um just really like i said earlier just looking at what these companies do and type of you know their type of industries they're in and what are they doing outside of uh their mission like involved like involvement with the communities and do they have like leadership programs in terms of developing internally or any like uh groups that i don't know would support women in general because i've seen i don't know i feel like corporate can be a little sexist at times so if there's not a lot of women there sexist. that's it it is sorry excuse me is sexist and if there's not a lot of women working there that's probably a indicator that they really don't give a fuck about me <laughs> uh, <laughs> just you know at least 50 percent of me they don't really give a fuck about are you so, willing to be um, like the token woman the token black person the token black woman yeah because i know this shit is temporary right now yes <laughs> right now yes <laughs> I don't know if I could be on pamphlets and flyers yet, but um, I have an upgraded like you. But um, right now for this check, some some got to change. Something has to change. And I'm not saying I will not do anything, but shoot, it, I know this ain't it. So. <laughs> Man, I, these, these companies are funny as fuck because when I was interviewing... I, I thought I was about to be um, like a C-level executive based off the number of interviews I had. One company, I had five interviews in one day. I talked to five different people. Bro. I'm like, bro, y'all blowing my shit. And then I have to do a case study? Like, like why are we doing all this work when y'all know Y'all going to teach me what y'all want me to know when I get there. It's fake as fuck. Like, you you knew who you were going to hire or not hire based off our first initial reaction. And yes, there's probably, like, some things buried that you can't see just off the, you know, 10 seconds of talking to somebody or just glancing over their resume. But the next time you see them and you actually have, like, a different conversation you know exactly who you're going to hire. And even sometimes people re on the resume may not look qualified, but are great people. And you know that they're eager to learn. They still be overlooking people. Be I don't, and I don't know why, like you, we going through this whole dance just for you to tell me that I, what we could just skip this whole bullshit. I'm grown. <laughs> you going to give me the job or not? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't I'm understand it. Cause it's so, do I don't I guess it ain't I don't have it's time. really regional I guess like, like in the area I'm in now 
I feel like in business is this is a is a surplus of jobs out there. Um, but if I was like in a smaller moving city, I can see how it'd be more challenging. Um, yeah, and also depending on if the company is like private and family owned, of course they want to get to know the people and see if they're a good fit. Blah blah blah. But like, if your ass been doing the same thing, like almost like a, an assembly line. You doing the same. You just gotta teach me what I need to do. Nigga, if you don't give right. me my badge, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they be milking it. Niggas just be making shit up. And then for me, like if you gonna give me a case study, you gonna give me a test. How that shit really be worth it? How that shit really be difficult? Like with my job that I'm in now, that shit was hard. And I was like, okay, damn, that was humbling. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot to learn. <laughs> but the other jobs I was had, they was on some goofy shit. Like make a put like a if statement in, into Excel. I'm like, bro, if you don't stop wasting my damn time with this goofy ass shit, even if I didn't know how to do it, I could just Google the shit right now and then it'll teach me. So like, what yeah. are we, yeah, I, yeah. What, what are we getting at here? Yeah, that was, I'm glad that shit was over. I don't know. I'm glad that shit was over. Mm-hmm. But shit, I, I, I got, um, like, I guess merit increases coming up like next month. Shit. Ooh. And I I know who making what money and I know how much money we got. Like if I ain't get no big bag, I might have to switch up the plan and just jump ship on niggas. Um, oh, a game? Hey. Um, you right. Hate the player, right. not the game. You, you know right. what I'm saying? I mean, hey, hate right. the game, not the player. Whatever the fuck the shit is. I, I'm not even mad know, at you. I'm, I'm in it for a check. You know what I'm saying? You know what we trying to do. We trying to <laughs> Get that foundation and do it on our own. So uh, uh, at this point, I might have to just leave some shit off my resume, make it seem like I was at places a little <laughs> bit longer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I keep I be hearing shit in the news about like people who didn't have you know places listed as their education. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't go there. I, I didn't been at some jobs. They didn't even check my you know transcript or anything. I definitely worked at Toys R Us. Toys R Us. They ass out of business. How you gonna check? Mm. <laughs> You're a fucking genius. You're a genius. You're a genius. <laughs> CFO and shit for two years. Hell yeah. <laughs> CFO and training. You know, they ain't promote me yet, but I was in the training process. So I'm qualified, clearly. But, um,. So now that you jumped through all the the hoops, went over all the hurdles, broke your leg and made it made made your way to the finish line, you finally got the offer. Do you feel like you should negotiate, or should you just accept what they give you? To to me, if you're entry level, man, you probably can get a couple extra two dollars. You know what I'm saying, pre tax, but I don't see that moving that much um at entry level but shit if it's not entry level i say you need to negotiate everything like don't just take an offer um which is opposite of what my goofy ass did because usually you know how on the application they say your desired salary oh yeah that's so i you know i put my i put the desired salary i'm like i wouldn't mind having this amount you know what i'm saying (laughs) When I should have went higher because when I got the job, they were just like, yeah, is the desired salary amount, you know, still accurate? I'm like, it is. It's like, okay. I'm like, hold on. I wanted at least a little oh, dialogue, you know? Yeah. Um, so, no. yeah, I would recommend people to, you know, put that on the tail end. I mean, the high end on, on like, their salary-wise uh, and then try to have, you know, reasoning behind certain figures and numbers. Like, you might want equity. So you might take a little bit less salary and have it more make it up on the equity. That's how niggas is really building wealth. Um, yeah, I would yeah. Yeah, definitely negotiate. Um, yeah. What would you say? Yeah. See, I, oh, sorry. So I took a negotiation class um, and it really makes sense when you think about it. Like just what you just said just really brought that out. If the person you're negotiating negotiating with accepts your first initial offer you know it was way too low you know like you probably had more room 
to go. And I even heard a story that was like, yeah, we hired someone, but we would have gave her 15000 more if she would ask for 15 it. Bands? In, in my head, and in my head, I'm like, bruh, 15 one five, And then I divided that shit up in my head. I'm like, yo... I could, I, I needed that. Bro, that's like, an I, extra I triple that. month. If you wanted yeah, it to be. Basically, exactly. Like, whatever you want. And so, I just, now that I'm interviewing, well, we'll be interviewing in the future, that's been weighing heavy on my mind and just making sure that I'm doing that and practicing that so that I'm getting exactly what I'm worth and what they're willing to give up so, so I can be better off. So, like, I guess, do you have any tips on, like, negotiating or maybe things you've read about? Hell yeah. Don't be afraid to <laughs> to walk a motherfucking way. Um, I got an offer. <laughs> I got an offer. You got to know to hold them. Right. I got an offer. Um, and it was for, like, a consulting type of job. I'll be traveling um, across a region, you know, working at different companies on different projects for, like, a couple weeks at a time. Um, so it's going to be little stressful also pretty cool because the experience that i'm getting um so i'm thinking like okay i'm about to make you know x amount next you know i get the response they're like yeah the offer is that shit had to be 20 20 or twenty thousand lower than what i wanted mm-hmm. so now i'm like yeah it's looking dead so i'm like okay then I follow back with them like, all right, how about we do this amount? I went down a little bit lower in my salary, um, tried to make it more up in like the bonus, like because up front, I'd be, I'd be wanting my cash up front. You know how my janky ass be. Okay. Um, so I'm like, yes. yeah, just give me a bonus then. We can do the salary this way. Then the lady, she got real tough through email and was like, <laughs> we're not going higher than this. Let me know. Ooh, okay. She she got okay. no response for me for like a week and a half. Okay. And then she hit me back like, oh, is this what you want to do? I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm not taking that. And I was desperate to leave my, my current job when I got that offer. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not taking that and have to deal with the same thing. And then me trying to look for another job after having this job. It was going to be so hectic. I was like, yeah. So um, in terms of negotiating, don't be afraid to say no. Have a plan, a backup plan, backup plans to get a backup plan as well. Um, because in, in the point of your career, it's like, all right, now you got to be really strategic and like, how can you set yourself up? So I'm thinking it's reasonable for a person every two years to either look at, look, look what the market is doing. Um, and then take a pay increase through that way, like going through the market or having, making sure that your salary is like high enough because your bonuses going forward is like anchored on your salary. So if you mm-hmm. get a job and you take a pay cut early, that, that that's gonna hurt you in the, in the long run as well because your salary yeah. not just gonna just jump up and catch up to that other amount. It's gonna be like based off what you currently have. So I would just like kind of right. keep that in mind um, as as you negotiate. Uh, yeah, but the definitely one I think yeah because. When you think about, yeah, resources, like a person that doesn't have a lot of time, like they more might be most likely to take a deal that they shouldn't have, you know? So like the more time you can get yourself, like the probably the better offer you probably will get. Yeah. And even to like the non, non uh, monetary benefits as well, even if you can't, get it on like the salary portion you could probably get something on the back end too like um let's say they were a little bit lower on where you want it for salary but you're like hey i need you know i need some sort some type of like reimbursement for my gym membership or i don't know cell phone bills or things like that if you're if you're doing that and if it helps you maintain a healthy lifestyle so that you're able to, I guess, perform at your best. Why wouldn't they? And if they can't even meet that, then I don't know what to say to them. Like, you could just hit the right. door. I, I don't want to. <laughs> not in 2019, like, <laughs> sweetheart. Not doing it. We don't have nothing to I talk about. Going. 
and don't don't be afraid to bring those things up too because you shouldn't just accept it just because they offered it to you you should accept a lot of things people offer to you just because that's the life note but anyway yeah that's a good Um, point because i think i also didn't take that in mind too much either like the non salary benefits so like now that i'm i get to work from home once a week i see myself mm -hmm. always wanting to work from home at least one day going like all future jobs going forward like that's gonna be big for me um maybe doing like 3 3 p.m fridays or something like that like some type of half day type shit Mm -hmm. um like those things are important right now i'm getting fed lunch i know probably that probably won't exist <laughs> like through my future job that i would have but like anything like those things like yeah i'll try to get that shit added into your benefit package because those things are gonna add up anything that you don't have to pay for you can get like that's a cost savings there so yeah like those things are important yeah good point all right so now that um, you so- negotiated got the job you've been working there for maybe six months to a year now you have reviews. Now we're gonna get into reviews. Bullshit. <laughs> this shit really hit the fan for me. Like, what the? F- what the fuck is a job review? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, bro. I, I hate that shit exists. Like, that shit is so stupid. Why? I don't know. I guess it is a good filter for those who truly are not performing at their best. And uh, fuck that. Get let them niggas go when they happen. If if that's what it's gonna be, <laughs> they need it in writing. It's all about legality, legality. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> you can't. Well, actually, if it's at will, you probably should just fire them just because. But most people would like a reason, just like when you break up with somebody. Like, well, why, nigga? This is an at will relationship. I don't have to tell you anything. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, like the whole thing is just, I feel like it's very skewed and biased just because let's say you've been working with this one person for eight months. Y'all do not get along. So do you really think they can objectively review or give you or critique you or give you criticism when there's already that barrier from the start? No. And from someone looking on the outside in and just reading it, you're not getting the full picture. So you're just getting one side. And it's not really fair because that person's review dictates for the rest of the year or for the for the rest of the quarter or the the you know, whatever, how you are getting viewed and evaluated. And if you're getting like warnings or what? <laughs> yeah, this dog trickle. um but it does it dictate almost dictates your livelihood if you will if you get a bad review you definitely not getting a raise so how does that really how does that really help you how is this review system really you know effective when it's defective (laughs) anytime there's someone's bias or opinion involved in it it's not gonna work i'm sorry it's not that's it it's so it's so shitty. I just I get really lost into like why it still exists and why it's like so ingrained in like a culture in terms of like a bigger company because bigger companies they have more structures things are more like set in stone. It's hard to like have change at newer companies. They have they don't have much structure, so it's like you can possibly get like a big raise if like you perform quote unquote well you know for that year um but that variable and that spectrum is so great that it's like nigga how the fuck do i even process this you know how do i yeah be able to have something foundationally i can go back to to figure out really truly like how did i do because i know if Somebody might say that I did well, but they just like me because we be cracking jokes, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, some of that, yeah, that shit is important to have good 
communication with the team and like with your clients, but also with like your job product. Um, like that shit should be good as well. So it's like finding that balance there is, is there's nothing really that I've seen or I've heard that, that gives you that. Um, so I don't put too much emphasis on that. Like it, I don't have much anxiety when it comes from like me being reviewed. Cause a, I truly don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. Like I'm okay. <laughs> was just doing a little bit, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more yeah. than you thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to just go above and beyond. Like, you're not about to see me fucking voluntarily just putting in extra hours at work yeah. consistently. Like, you know what I'm saying? On some going unnoticed shit. Like, I might stay an extra 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? If I'm about to leave <laughs> early three days from I now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to please nobody because you will be caught up in the trap. You know what I'm saying? What pleases this person might not please the next person. So you falling into, you know, thinking that one thing worked like it's, it's, it probably is not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not universal. Yeah. That shit is not, yeah, that shit is so trash. And as I'm moving up, how can I be less shitty as the system? You know what I'm saying? Cause you're going to be at points where you're going to be reviewing people in your job and you're going to be, dictating like people's salary increases like how do you go about that you know when the shoe is on the other foot that's just a lot of things that i've been thinking about um and i want to be known for the niggas that take care of the team like everybody gonna get a bad fucking with me you know what i'm saying i feel like that's that'll help the team culture everyone's intrinsically motivated because you know they're like everybody's rooting for you everybody want to see you you know what i'm saying do your thing and make sure that you're taken care of as well and i think that if you make that initial investment, that output you get from your teammates is going to be more than what you, you know, sacrificed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a, I might have a big payroll um, expense because I'm paying all these people, you know what I'm saying, top dollar. But they also bring me top product. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the type of thing, shit I'm thinking about yeah. as I become, like, more entrepreneur. And like, like you scratch my back, I yeah, scratch yours. Yeah, like, like, I, I, and I want to be around a company that's like that. Like, if somebody's... If I'm going to commit, you know, my 20s, my 30s to some other shit, like, I want that shit to be, I want to be taken care of. Like, I don't want that shit to be, you know what I'm saying, one-sided. Like, I'm doing all this shit for them, you know, because they're going to be okay. Me, I probably won't be okay, but, you know what I'm saying, I know they're going to be okay. So, why am I taking the sacrifices? Like, don't, we ain't taking no pay cuts. Like, we ain't, we ain't. We ain't relying on them. We not trusting them. You know what I'm saying? To do that. Like, I need my shit now. Like, I need my... I don't need no promises. Like, promises is empty. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just... Yeah. Because these are the same people that will straight up blindside you in the review. You be like, oh, I, I think I'm doing okay. And then they be like, wrong. Actually, you did this, 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 this. So-and-so said this. You didn't do that. And it's like, well, why ain't nobody right. just Right, why you me? ain't say shit? So, now... <laughs> Now, you knew that from day zero. <laughs> now it's day 120. And you just expect me to know, just assume and just expect me to just automatically know and read your mind. Bitch, if you don't just tell me what you need or tell me, hey, I see that you're struggling with this or you're not doing this the way that we typically do as a company, as a firm or whatever. Here's how you do this. Take the fucking time and teach people. I can't stand when people just try to like assume that you know something or just like, oh, they'll get it or they're pick. Why? Why do you want me to swim upstream for this bullshit? <laughs> just tell me what you want me to do and I will do that yeah. shit. Like, it's not I don't, that hard. What's the point of the guessing I don't, games? I don't want You're no surprises. Right. I hate that. Yeah, that should be. Ooh. And then, oh, this should get me hot. <laughs> <laughs> or when they be like, they don't tell you shit, really. They just be like, "Oh, you did a great job and everything." Okay. What What the fuck can I do with that? I'm supposed to just think I'm a star player, huh? Just be, and I just I got nothing to improve on. I'm a, if I be like this, I'm gonna just be be at the top, huh? The bag is just gonna just hit me. Yeah, like that shit. No. <laughs> like, how can I set myself up? You know, what I'm saying to be a better, be a better person. You know, what I'm saying be be a better teammate. Um, Man, that shit is so shitty. Oh, we. <laughs> but yeah, it, 
I feel like if you understand that system, how it's fucked up, just plan accordingly. (laughs) 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 Just, just plan for it. But at least you know what's coming. Uh, shit, and I guess aside from like interviewing and reviews and stuff like that, just keep. Keep documentation. Write things down, man. Don't trust these niggas at all. Another thing. Don't trust them. Cover your ass. Look, because that's another thing you don't want to be blindsided on at the end of the year. Be like, yeah, actually, so-and-so said you didn't do this. Ha, ha, ha. I have receipts. (laughs) I have all the tea. It's just, it just brewed um, five minutes ago. So here we go. We could do this because I have all PDFs. I have all emails. I CC'd you. Like, we're not doing that. And it sucks that you kind of have to, I guess, cover your back in that way. But at the same time, nobody loves you more than you. Like, you got to, <laughs> nobody going to look out for you. Because nobody, nobody cares. If As long as it's not them, they don't, don't really care. Don't be the one getting fucked. That's, don't be that one. Mm-mm. Please you to be the one to be getting over. You get overpaid. How about that? You know? <laughs> Shit. I want to start a movement like that. We all getting overpaid. Like, we all we all are underqualified for our positions. And then, let's see how things go from there. Because um, these institutions and these structures, they should, they've been around forever. They really ain't going nowhere either. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. while you there, um, you know, they going to... I think I just said it before. Like, if you die, no matter if you was a good employee or a bad employee, they're going to be making it seem like you was a great person and everybody liked you and, you know, and, like, so it's, like, and then they're going to keep it moving. Like, shit ain't, they ain't going to take no day to commemorate you. They're not going to make sure your family good, you know what I'm saying, after your death because that life insurance shit, that shit can be janky too. Um, no, no, but the fact that the company, will even, they have insurance policies on you. So if you were to drop dead, they get paid. <laughs> I'm not even I joking. Know. I know. I, I'm not even joking. But here you go. Your family, you were the provider. Your family literally is struggling, don't have nothing. And here you are on GoFundMe. And they're just like, whoa, whoa, huh? well, what? That's craziness. <laughs> but anywho. Mm. It's just messed up. I think that was pretty much all we had to say in regards to um, job interviews, negotiations, and um, job reviews. Did I say job reviews? Interviews, reviews, negotiations. We didn't give a life update, um, so I think we should do that now. Oh, What you been up to this month? So, 2019... I think I said this last month, but it's really the year of taking chances and just doing things that scare the shit out of me. <laughs> so I just been putting some things in place to potentially start my own business. Um, just figuring out the legalities of things and how I want to move and operate. But that's what that's what's really been keeping my time, you know, outside of working. So, been very busy thinking, <laughs> but hopefully things will be off the ground soon. What? What about you? Do you do you care to share what industry? Uh, is it an industry? Online sales? I don't know. That could be anything. I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know a lot of things can be sold online. Uh, I'll say apparel. Okay, online apparel. Okay. Apparel. Um, what I've been up to? I feel like I've been on this. I don't know. I I feel like I've been making moves and doing the right thing. I'm not making the glamorous moves. Like I'm doing like the dirty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like getting out of debt you know what i'm saying but that shit don't make me feel happy like you know what i'm yeah. saying like maybe a trip would you know what i'm saying so i've been like doing like little small shit like that also been 
have a tax business. Okay. Shit, shit, shit. I'm not doing that much numbers. Like, it's very quiet for me. Instagram deleted my account fucking three times. That shit has been frustrating. Ooh-wee. They've just been blocking blessings. Blocking the fuck out of me. Then they, they customer service. I guess they so damn busy. They don't have a line that you can contact them at. And, like, if you send an email, I don't know if the email goes through and nobody don't respond or if that shit is just lost somewhere like there's just no way so if like anything ever happened to you on instagram you pretty much fucked i would like i I think i can safely say that um so that's been interesting just like learning those little small things um like i'm gonna still keep it moving like the tax business is only a seasonal thing um because after april 15th um yeah that's not gonna be our focus i'm gonna be switching more towards kind of like budgeting and financial planning and like trying to start like a small movement of people holding each other more accountable, um, which is like finances and like hitting financial goals and like making sacrifices. So that's part has been cool. Um, my personal life, like that's just kind of been, I feel like it's been okay, but mentally I feel like it's not been okay. So I've been just trying to balance it out and just kind of take things in, like try to see what have been the positive things because I think it's been more positive but I typically I feel like I focus on what could be better um, so yeah I've just been wrestling with that February and March and January is a pretty good one for me um, March hopefully it's going to be on a turnaround not out of move um, hopefully yeah things just fall into a line a little bit better for me oh, that's awesome I know things will be fine so Nothing to worry about. Um, I feel like we skipped the BCB. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. So the BCB uh, this month uh, is an article from Wall Street Journal. Be conscious of the number you give when it's asking you your salary range. Uh, Because if Mm. you you get a number too low, you can lose out on thousands of dollars. Just like that story you told, that person leaving 15 bands on the table. Hope that's never me um <laughs> yeah then they were saying like do some research look at look at competitors uh companies with the same size same industry you know see what type of things that see some type of rates that they're paying um you can use websites like salary.com or glassdoor.com to kind of look those things up also um you know you can speak with people in the company around like compensation i think you keep it broad because people be they be talking funny, you know, they don't like really talking about specifics of what they getting paid and shit like that. But having a conversation, if you're comfortable enough with a person, like they can kind of really share you the practices of the company. Um, and that'll kind of help you formulate the amount uh, that you would want. And then also having an amount, like the minimum amount that you'd be willing to accept. Like having those in mind uh, are very important when it comes to negotiations. Uh, what else did they cover? Um, I, I said this before. Yeah, like if you take a pay cut early, like you're really fucking yourself up long term because your salary is kind of anchored based off that, you know, your salary. So, like, yeah, keep that in mind. And if you wanted to say if you're getting paid under market rate at your current job and then you're trying to leave and then try to make the market there like you you're gonna have to do a lot of you know discussions and having conversations around like how you can make up that additional like investment that the company is taking um yeah so that's something to keep in mind uh let's see this 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 article mentions just like if you're looking at another job like your current job might have a counter offer then you can kind of like work your way with that um maybe using one company to kind of help you negotiate with other some companies don't like that but fuck them you know we in the business to be about us so yeah take care of your pockets take care of your benefits because these niggas won't yeah so that's the bcb nice yeah so i mean pretty much said what we kind of Touched on. See, we we right on. We oh, spot on. Becoming Look experts. Us. Look at us. <laughs> Wall Street. I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
How about uh, Lexi's so, lessons? Yes, 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 yes. So I don't have a lot, but I just want to, you know, point out to my folks. Never forget the goal in mind. If you're working at this nine to five for a specific reason, never take your eye off of that. Because the minute you reach that, that goal or them folks change the game up on you, you should act accordingly. And um, at least consider getting the hell out of there. Um, because that's not what you came here for. And these were not the terms you agreed to. And you shouldn't feel obligated to stay because they are not obligated to keep you. And trust me, HR is not your friend. As much as we like to think, they're there to protect the company. So um, they will do whatever is necessary if it means the company thrives. So never forget that and make sure make sure you move, move accordingly. So moving on. <laughs> so Fred... <laughs> You got some figures? Yes. Uh, my figures today is regarding individual black income. Um, I got this data from blackdemographics.com. And it was saying how uh, the mean, so the average earnings for full-time year-round workers for black men is 46000 and then for all U.S., it's sixty-four thousand. So there's wow. that eighteen thousand dollar gap um, between the average salaries for black males versus um, U.S. Uh, males. Can't wow. say that I'm surprised. Um, it does reinforce the idea to me not to be able to be doing everything I see, you know non-blacks do like i can't do the do those things like uh, the money's different you know like we, we yes. got different types of problems you know what i'm saying i, I don't sure. that that 18k is a very material number um yes it is my your wage and then what's even more troubling and um also not surprising is that black women are making on average 40k um which is 6k less than black men um, which is 20, damn near 25K less than non-black men in the U.S. And um, it says here that all uh, U.S. women make it around 47K. So black women are paid on average about 7K less. And this shit pisses me off so much because like, when the fuck is going to stop? When is it ever? This is, I've been yes. reading <laughs> when more people... When more people start talking about salaries, people are so like, well, I don't want someone to make as much as me or know how much. Fuck that. If you want everybody to to live, <laughs> to make it, why wouldn't you? I just don't understand that. I've been reading Ida B. Wells. Um, oh, shit. And, you know, 1890s is talking about, you know, her anti-lynching work and how niggas just kept trying her and like kept trying black women and like in news articles they had like they were depicting um black women as like animals had like a black woman's face on like a dog's body you know talking cash shit mad shit 1890 i feel like they do the same shit in 2019 like 129 years like that shit <sighs> that shit just be having me through like i don't even i don't know what to say um, to black women, you know, like I support you. Get your money any any means possible, like because niggas out here is is niggas is not playing the same game. Niggas is niggas out here. Uh, yeah, that gap is crazy. Non black non black men sixty four k on average. Black women forty k. Like what? And these the same men that want to split with you. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't speak up for me. <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy. Wow, that's yeah. Mm -mm -mm. One day, hopefully, I can have some uh, more friendlier statistics uh, for Black people. Um, yeah, because yeah, the finances, wise, like shit, just is not fair. 
yeah, we we not even touching on the real, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the real problem. <laughs> real shit. Um, yeah, that, those the only statistics that I had um, for this month. I say I bring those up just to say, yeah, we're living in two different worlds. Like people are in different realities. Like I, what was in the news about um, rich? Rich people fucking paying their kids to get into like Ivy League schools. Niggas <sighs> was not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas do not have that benefit <laughs> at no. all. Not even that. We know this shit is happening. Billy's dumb. <laughs> Everybody know Billy is dumb as a rock. But my kid is on the honor roll, principal's list, does all these activities and somehow makes it. And no recognition. But Billy discovered what dirt was. Y'all just want to uplift this boy because his parents built a new gymnasium. Fuck y'all. Get go away. And there's literally women and men getting locked up. Well, black people of color, especially black people, getting locked up for trying to afford their kids the same educational rights. But I can already already see this. They're probably gonna do probation and Nothing's going to change. But I just need y'all to have that same energy for your wife. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have the same energy. It's always the same bullshit. <laughs> the rules somehow don't apply. Or they apply a little bit differently. No, nigga. This needs, this needs to be the same. Y'all, y'all want to be us so bad, but don't want to have to bear the same consequences. No, fuck y'all. Y'all going to jail too. I, that's what I that's what I wish anyway. It's the bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, that shit that shit is very upsetting and hence one of the reasons why I smoke. So <laughs> <laughs> one yeah, one of <laughs> Well awesome. That about wraps up this episode about structure and how we just have to take back that power because they be trying to play us, but I'm telling you, education will save people a lot of grief and heartache in the future if we just realize how how much we can control our situations in in most situations. Well, not all situations, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions or want to comment on anything that we said, please feel free to reach out to us at blackhollerpodcast at gmail.com or even our Instagram at blackhollerpodcast. We would love to hear from you. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to talking to you again next month. Bye. See y'all soon.